Great. Yeah, my uh, please keep my daughter Elizabeth in prayer. She has COVID, and my wife also got COVID. So you don't want to come over to my house today. <laughs> All right. Are you clear? So, so the barbecue is canceled. Everybody, just want to let you know. No translation. On <laughs> okay. So right. wonderful having every. Thanks so much for again allowing me to be here today. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. So I, I've been, uh, I have vaccine and booster, so I'm good. Uh, and so, but my, 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 my daughter and uh, wife are feeling a little bit better, but uh, thank you. If you just keep them in prayer, that would be great. Uh, so, so this morning we're going to be talking about temptation. And actually the, 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 the title, Tempting Temptation, is very similar to what Paul says in Thessalonians. And in Thessalonians, Paul, writing to the Christians, talks about how Satan is the tempter, and he is um, concerned that the tempter have it, is tempting the Christians. Uh, so, the, the, so what we're going to be focusing on today, so one thing I want you just to kind of mention just off from the start is that we're talking about temptation that comes from Satan. That he is the source of a lot of the temptation we go through. But we are also tempted, as we know, from our own sinful natures. Uh, we're tempted by the uh, lust of the eyes. The lust of the flesh. And the pride of life. And also we know that there are temptations from the world itself, from culture. I bring that up because it's important to understand that God is not the source of temptation. Jesus, the God, does not lead you into sin. Does not lead you into sin. So if you're being tempted... To do something wrong or not to do something right, you know from, from just from that, that's not from God. It's either from Satan or from my evil flesh or from culture. So that's important to understand because it, it gives you the... Um, the, the clear understanding that our God is a loving father. That's actually how Jesus wants you to see God. Jesus actually wants you to see God as a loving father. Uh, we know that from scripture because when Jesus was teaching his disciples to pray, he said, pray this, our father. Uh, and, and the reason why that's so important is because if you see God as a loving father, then you will have confidence that he will take care of you. You will feel peace that he will protect you. 
And so when bad or evil things are flowing into your life, you know that's not coming from God. You know that you can actually run to God for help. Remember something. God, your loving Father, has your best interests at heart. And that's why that verse that we just, the, the golden verse is so important because it says that God will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear. He's not bringing the temptation, but sometimes God allows temptation to take place. But God has promised to give you the strength, to give you the power, to give you the opportunity to not give into it. So what we're going to talk about broadly here is Satan is the source of temptation. God, our loving Father, loves us and will protect us from temptation. And God has given us a way out of temptation. Now, the problem is, many times, more than we would like to admit, we don't say no to temptation, and we don't take the exit God gives us. Many times we're like the, the people driving on the highway, we're looking for a rest stop, and we see the exit, but then we say, oh, let's just go a little further, maybe there's another rest stop down the road when and then we then we discover there isn't any yeah so when you are tempted take the exit and so that's so that's what we're going to be delving into. I just want to lay that sort of that introduction for you. So here, here's ultimately the question we're going to be asking today. Um, say that again, Joe. Just, I just, just, uh, I just wanted to lay that as an introduction. What I just said. So how should you, if you're a Christian, how should you fight temptation? That's what we're going to be looking at. And I'm going to give you a practical toolkit with three simple steps of how to fight temptation. I want to keep those steps simple and clear so that you remember them and then you can apply them. Well, the, the first thing that we have to understand about temptation is, is that temptation is common to all people. We are all tempted. We live in a sinful world under the power of Satan, but ultimately, thank goodness, under the power of God. But we are uh, tempted all the time. And what that ultimately, what that means is that we are constantly being attracted to things that God would be displeased about. So, so things that God is not happy about. Uh, 
In other words, we're, we're always being sort of led, attracted to things that violate God's Ten Commandments, to keep it simple. And we know that this that temptation in general is as old as uh, the Garden of Eden. And we see even in the Garden of Eden where two perfect human beings fell. And remember that, right? Adam and Eve fell in a perfect environment. Cain killed his brother in a perfect environment. I mean, I just want you to think about that for about five weeks. Think about that for, for a while. Um, uh, no Hollywood, no smartphones, no TV. Uh, there was nothing. It was, a, it, was ba- it was a perfect environment, and yet they violated what God said, and Cain kills his brother. I mean, Cain and Abel are the first homeschooled kids, and one kills the other. And I bring that up just to show you how subtle and how deceiving uh, temptation can be. And, and so there are things in our life that can make it very difficult for us to do what is right. But we need obviously something more in our life uh, than a perfect environment to say no to sin. And as Christians, we actually have that. As Christians, we actually have God, the Holy Spirit, living inside of us to empower us in a way that Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel were not, were not empowered with. They did not have the Spirit of Christ in them. We do. So we actually don't have the excuses that they do because we actually have the Spirit of Christ in us so we can actually say no to temptation. And as the golden verse says, God will always provide a way out, but you got to take the way out. You could quote that golden verse all day long, but at the end of the day, when God provides the way out, you got to take it. You got to delete the apps. You got to turn the TV off. You got to say no to whatever is tempting you. God is not going to do that for you. And so what you see from this, and so what you see from this picture is that temptation is like a battle. Uh, this picture, the temptation is what? Is like a battle, like a war. Uh, and we are in a spiritual battle. We know from Ephesians 6 that we are in spiritual warfare. And so you've got to understand that if you are a Christian, you, you are in a constant fight against uh, temptation. And so, 
And so again, how, how do we fight that? What, what are some things that we can do so that we can prevail over temptation, so that we don't give in to temptation? Well, look what Martin Luther says about temptation. Martin Luther says, temptation, of course, cannot be avoided. But because we cannot prevent the birds from flying over our heads, there is no need that we should let them nest in our hair. So, so again, so again, let's just review. Uh, uh, temptation comes from Satan. And again, we know that it's the world and the flesh, but we're just using that generally. But essentially, temptation is from Satan. We, we, as believers, have a loving Heavenly Father who does not tempt us to sin. We have a loving Heavenly Father who has given us His Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, to say no to temptation. We understand that temptation is common to everyone. Everyone, no matter who you are, you are always going to be tempted to sin. And what you see from this quote here is that, and this is kind of good news and bad news, that temptation can come into our lives at any point in time. Sometimes people feel very guilty that they're being tempted. Or they, or they say, oh, I can't believe I, I, this thought came into my mind. Like, what does this mean? And they start, they start getting very upset. And you know this, you could be sitting in church and your mind could be wandering to very, to unclean things, to sinful thoughts. And it might just pop into your mind. Now, just because that happens does not mean you've done anything wrong. Just, just because something evil pops into your mind, something unclean, something even sexual, obviously all those things pop into your mind, does not mean that you have committed a sin. It doesn't mean that that's even who you are or what you believe. The key here, and this is what Martin Luther is saying, is don't dwell on it. <laughs> it's like what God told Cain. He said, Cain, sin is knocking at your door. But, you know, and I'm paraphrasing here, I'm kind of being implicit, uh, but Cain, don't open that door. Don't open that door. I know what you want to do. You want to hurt your brother, but don't do it. Just keep the door closed. And you know this. You know that we get into trouble when we start dwelling. We start thinking deeply. We start fantasizing. We start imagining. That's when sin begins to get, that's when we actually start falling into temptation. That's when we're actually giving into temptation because that's going to lead to actions.
so so what Martin Luther tells us is actually very good news. So we should be happy. And and we know from the golden verse that we are going to be tempted, but God gives us a way out. So just because we're tempted to do something wrong does not mean we've committed sin, and it, it doesn't mean that we've done something wrong. So that's actually really good news. Now the bad news. Because when there's good news, there's always some bad news. The bad news is that we still get tempted. And that can just be a drain. It's tiring. It's like a constant struggle. It just wears you out. And this is why we've got to focus one day on Jesus coming back, because when Jesus comes back, creates a whole new heaven, new earth, temptation is gone. And the peace that you are you and I are so seeking for here on earth that we only get like a little bit of, we will just have a flood, like a tsunami of peace that will flow into our life because temptation will be finally done. Okay, so, you know, if you want to take a picture of this, that's up to you. But, you know, when we're tempted, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be too specific about a lot of things. But, you know, if you want to know, like, well, what are we tempted to even, what are we battling? Like, when we're being tempted, what are these temptations? Well, you can read them for yourself. They're in Romans 1 and 3, 1 Corinthians 6 and Galatians 5. That will give you the list of the big temptations that you can face in your life. These are the T-Rex temptations. These are the big sins that we battle. You know, adultery, you know, murder, you know, stealing, you know, those are the big ones. And so if you want specifics on like, well, and which is important, obviously, then read these verses later. Okay. Now, there's something that I want to talk about really briefly, but this is just as important. There are smaller temptations that lead to the bigger sins that we just, you know, looked at. Now, these, these carpenter ants are pretty harmless, but when you get a lot of them in your house, you know, you're going to have problems. And this list is it's certainly worth taking a picture of because this just shows you how subtle uh, sin is and temptation can be in our life. And these smaller temptations, and when I mean smaller, I don't mean that they're not important. I just mean that they're not as visible. They're more deceitful. They're more silent. These are things that go on in our life, and a lot of times people don't even know it, and sometimes we're not even aware of it. Now look at that list. That's a pretty powerful list. And, and there's probably about 20 other ones I haven't even put on there. And this is this is heavy stuff because this shows you why we've got to be in a constant state of prayer, constantly reading our scripture, constantly being examining ourselves, because sin and temptation 
is very very subtle. So, this is why we need to always ah, always keep a relationship with God. So what I want to move into is I want to show you now, basically go really quickly to a toolkit of, all right, if that's temptation, if, if that's the battlefield, like how do we really fight it? Like how do we fight those temptations? How do we fight those bigger sins? How do we fight those little sins? How do we say no? How do we take the exit that God gives us? So these are all 啊，列出一些罪哈，一些隐藏的一些比较明显的罪。那下面我要跟弟兄姐妹分享哈，啊，那怎么样？我们怎么样来啊，跟这些罪来征战呢 ？And and and let's face it, really, you know, we know that you know Satan is the source of temptation, um, but you know he doesn't work in a vacuum. He works, uh, he attracts us because we're we're selfish by nature. Our sinful nature is selfish. 所以，呃，我们呃都知道，啊，嗯，撒旦啊将试探放在我们面前。那我们也知道，我们每个人都是很自私的。And really, if you think about it, every time we give into a temptation to look at something, to do something that we know we shouldn't do, ultimately there is a piece. Many times, all the time, really, there is a piece of self involved in that. 那那我们可以想想啊，每次我们呃呃落在试探里面，每次我们呃呃跟从我们试探啊，情欲一起去犯罪的时候，每一个东西啊，都是里面有一个被满足我自己的事。In other words, we did something wrong against God because we believed that it it, it was going to make us feel good. Or it was going to have some sort of good outcome for us, more money, more prestige. But there was an element of self in why we are saying yes. When we, uh, 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 抵抗神哈，不行神要我们行的事，而神心意的事的时候，我们呃，其中总是有一些哈，为了让我们自己得到啊，好，好像好有得到好处。Right. So, so young person, you know, just because it feels good. Doesn't mean it's good. I hope you understand that. Ah, ah, 年特别年轻人，我要提醒，虽然感觉很好，并不代表那是好。I know you like playing video games, and if you were allowed to, you'd probably do it for ten hours a day. But that's not good. It's not good for you. It's not godly. It's going to destroy you ultimately. Ah, 你如果在每天花十个小时啊做一些不好的事的时候，啊，可能感觉很好，但是最终对你带来很大的伤害。And young person, maybe maybe you're on your phone and you're looking at things you know you shouldn't be looking at. And yeah, there is a surge of pleasure by looking at things you shouldn't look at. And you might be like, "Well, that makes me feel good. So why is it wrong? It's wrong because God says it's wrong, and it's wrong because God because ultimately that sin you are playing with is going to destroy you and lead you into deeper levels of sin." You 如果一直花时间在看你在手机上看你不该看的东西的时候。啊，感觉那时候感感觉很好，但是你知道最终你会将你引到死路。And and this is why, young person, you shouldn't be uh experimenting with drugs. You shouldn't be trying liquor. You should you need to be super super careful who you date because if you're not careful, you're going to be led into deeper sin. 所以年轻人啊，你特别要有些很多东西你要逃离它，不要嗯嗯是毒品，不要是酒。啊，特别是你要跟谁呃谈恋爱，你最终就是会引导你到灭亡当中。And so young, and so if you're going off to college, you're going to be tempted to go out and drink alcohol. Don't do it. If you're a Christian, it's wrong to do it because it's going to lead you into deeper sin. 如果有人邀请你去啊一起酗酒或者喝酒，不要去，因为最终会引导你到犯罪的。It's going to displease God. It's going to grieve the Holy Spirit inside of you. 嗯，会就会呃使你呃呃不蒙神喜悦，会呃使到圣灵在里面的圣灵担忧。If you're going off to college, you shouldn't have a young lady or a young man staying with you in your dorm room. It's going to lead to sin. Like that's not right as a Christian. You need to be pure. God's will for you, as it says in Thessalonians, is for your sanctification. Is for you to be holy. Why? So you can be blessed. So you can please God. When you're in the 宿舍里面的时候，不要单独与异性相处啊
Now, if you're being tempted in those areas, I'm just going to give you some tools to help you when you're in college or wherever to say no. For you to be like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to please God. I'm going to love God. I'm going to put God first. Now, now, parents, uh, I uh, I do apologize for being specific, but but I really feel I need to be with your children because I feel like in the church today we're not specific about anything, and our young people are just being overcome by sins, and at, they should at least hear specific things in church, honestly. So that's how I think about it. And mom and dad, be very specific with your kids. I try to be very specific with my girls. I have three girls. I don't sugarcoat it with them. I'm very clear about what sin is and what to do and what not to do. And of course, they don't like it, but I don't care. They need to hear it because sadly, they don't hear it in church. And that's where they should hear it. So I just, you know, I just want to say that. I think it's important. Okay, uh, so, so these three chapters, everyone, if you want to know, like, well, how did, you know, if I'm going to fight temptation, you know, who should I look to for, for wisdom? Who should I look for, for guidance? Well, you look to Jesus. And, and, and the verses we read in Mark about temptation are like two verses, but then it expands greatly if you go to Matthew and Luke. So if you if you want to see like what did Jesus do? Because he's our master, he's our Lord. How did he defeat Satan's temptations? You go to those books. And what's so great about those stories is that it's it's showing how Jesus actually conquered each temptation that Satan threw at him. And what Hebrews talks about in the book of Hebrews, it says Jesus was tempted just like we are, but he was without sin. He did not give in to it. And so if you are tempted, look to Jesus, hold on to Jesus, ask Jesus for help, and he will empower you to say no to the temptation and to take the exit to, if not, to even run from the temptation. Now, if you go to Matthew chapter 4, you will see basically three ways uh, that Jesus fought temptation. There is the uh, fasting and prayer method. The quote the word method. Uh, and 
and the go outside method. So if you're a young person or old and you're like, all right, I'm being tempted to, to do something and I know I shouldn't do it. These are three things, three steps, three methods, three approaches you can take so that you can say no, so that you can take the exit, so that you don't have to fall into sin and be condemned and be filled with guilt and be filled with discouragement. You can actually be powerful. Now, after Jesus was baptized, right, he is, he goes into the wilderness, basically the deserts of, uh, you know, of Israel, Palestine, and there he's, he's, he's going to go, he's going to battle Satan. So this is a huge battle. You know, this is like, you know, Russia versus the United States, uh, you know, whatever. You know, you can decide who's Jesus and who's Satan, but I'm just saying, uh, you know, this is a huge battle of, of, of two powers. I mean, as our brother said before, when he was younger, he was afraid about that cemetery. You know, you know, imagine fighting, imagine seeing Satan, imagine having to battle him one on one. That is that's frightening. Now, the Bible says that when Jesus is in the wilderness, he's fasting for like 40 days. So, so Jesus is preparing himself to battle the ultimate evil spiritual force by fasting. So when you are when you have strongholds in your life, if there are things in your life where you're always being tempted and you're always falling, and you're like, how do I fight this? How do I get victory? Fasting is one one method to help you. And fasting can be, I'm not going to eat for a period of time. I'm not going to drink water for a period of time. Uh, always consult your physician, obviously, with the water part. Uh, I'm not going to maybe watch, pick up my cell phone. Like it, it, you could fast, you could withhold yourself from doing it could be anything. You typically it's food and drink, but it could be anything. It could be like going to the movies, it could be playing sports, it could be, you know, you stopping yourself from doing something so that you can get focused on God. You know, sim simply look at fasting as like a diet, but it's not like a diet so that you can lose weight. It's a diet so that you can get stronger in God. Even though you might actually lose some unnecessary fat, that's not really why you're doing it. Now you say, well, so, so Jesus is fasting. Now, I also believe he's praying, but it doesn't say that. Now, the reason I believe, and again, I don't have scripture, I don't have direct support from this particular passage, but I can draw your attention to other scripture where it does make sense to believe that Jesus wasn't just fasting, but he was also praying. 
虽然马太这里没有记载耶稣祷告，但是我有其他的经文在圣经里面，其他经文来支持我这个观观点。We know that from one verse where Jesus' disciples were trying to cast out a demon and they couldn't do it. And Jesus said, well, that kind only comes out by prayer and fasting. So it stands to reason that if the disciples were fighting a very powerful demon, if you know, if you're up against Satan, you better be praying too. So, when you face Satan, you better be praying. And also, when Jesus taught his disciples to pray, he said, "Pray, our Father, lead us not into temptation." When Jesus taught his disciples to pray, he said, "Pray, our Father, lead us not into temptation." So, first, first step to fighting temptation: pray and fast. Turn to God. Yeah. Look to God. Say, God, help me. Uh, and and then things will begin to happen. But turn to God. 注目在神身上啊。I mean, rely on him. How do you do that? It's like what the thief on the cross did. Jesus, remember me. Jesus, help me. Jesus, save me. Jesus, give me strength. Jesus, be my shield. You can say that, think that, but make your mind turn to God for help. 依靠神，什么叫依靠神？就是一直跟神，耶稣祷告啊，帮助我，拯救我，所以可以胜过这些试探。Right, it's like you know, young person. Your mom and dad say, "Listen, your 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 bedroom is a mess. Go upstairs and clean your room uh, before you go out with your friends." Ah, ah, 父母亲看见跟儿子说，哎，孩子啊，你的房间呢要收拾整齐一下。你先将他的房间收拾整齐了，你再关，让关到外面跟你的朋友玩。And listen, I know you don't like hearing that, and probably your parents don't use the tone that they that they you you want them to use. Like my my kids are always saying, you know, we didn't like the way you said it. Like it's not that what I said was wrong; they just didn't like the way I said it. Um, that 可能你不喜欢你啊，父母亲跟你说话的语调。And I always say to them, I'm not a robot, so I don't talk like a robot. I'm a human. Ah, 我说我们讲，我在讲，我也不是一个机器人，我。Uh, and sometimes humans have、uh, emotion and expression, and that's okay. Ah, we will have our own emotions, our own characteristics. That's okay. 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 Yeah, but you know, let me go into Instagram. Let me go into Snapchat. Let me go into you know, look at some、uh, TikToks for a while. I'll get to the room later, and you're already being tempted to disobey your parents. So you have to in in your room. Then suddenly, in your room, on your bed, 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 And so, what you need to do at that moment is be like, you know, what? no, no, God help me. I'm going to obey my parents, Lord God, give me strength. And and you know what? That cell phone next to my, I'm just going to put it in the drawer. I, I you know, I'm going to turn it off. I'm going to fast from it. I'm going to shut it off so I can obey my parents, clean my room, please God. And ultimately, it's it's the right thing to do, and it's going to make you feel better. 那时候你需要禁食，什么叫禁食？你说将说，哎呀，我要将这个手机啊放放到了抽屉里面，我先不看它，我先整理我房间，之后才来。Okay, so second thing you guys can do when you're fighting temptation, other than praying and fasting, and that's not easy, by the way. Let me go back. That's not easy. It's hard. It sounds easy. It's not easy because we don't usually do it, and that's why we keep falling into sin. But this is clear. You can do this. God has given you power to do this. Um, ah, fasting, prayer, ah, good, good. Sounds like not easy, ah. But God, ah, will give you the strength. You have the will to do it. 
Excellent. Second way to fight temptation the way Jesus did is quoting the Bible. God says that his word is like a sword. It's a weapon. And when Jesus is being tempted by Satan, Jesus says each time, it is written, it is written, it is written to battle the ideas of the devil. Because think of temptation. Temptation is ultimately a thought. It's an idea. And how do you fight a thought? How do you fight an idea? You fight a, a, an evil thought with a better thought. You fight an evil idea with a better idea. And, and as Christians, that better idea is God's words. So when Satan says to Jesus, hey, Jesus, I know you're hungry. And, you know, if you're the son of God, because we don't really know if you are, you know, show us some power. Take those stones, Jesus. If you're God, uh, you know, turn them into bread. Feed yourself now, Jesus. And the way Jesus fights that tempting thought and let me tell you, it was not easy that this is a huge temptation. I mean, the angels are probably biting their fingernails down to see, like, what is he going to do? Because he's really, he's starving and he can do this. And what's the big deal if he changes stones into food? It's subtle. This is a huge temptation. And so Jesus shows absolute dependence on his loving father who's there to help him, and he quotes God's words. And Jesus says, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So, when you're being tempted, pray and fast, then rest and rely on and look to and use God's words. Replace the evil idea of temptation with the godly biblical idea of power and victory. Quote scripture. I'll go so far as to say, sing a song. You know, if you're being tempted to do something evil, like watch a bad movie, it's very hard to do that if you're singing praise songs.
if you're being tempted to sin, I'm telling you, if you quote scripture, you sing godly songs like the one we just sang by Charles Wesley, you're going to pull the plug from temptation. It's going to be pulled out of the wall. There'll be no power for that, for that temptation to take root in your soul. Okay. Now, you learn two methods, two methods to fight temptation. Okay. Now, this is the third one and the, and, and the final one. And this one is not explicitly said in Matthew 4 or even Luke. But what, what I want you to understand is that when you look at the Gospels, the one thing that's, the one thing that's interesting about Jesus is he spent a lot of time outdoors. I mean, what I'm going to tell you now is super, super practical. I mean, Jesus was constantly outside. He was in the desert. Jesus was in the mountains. Jesus is by the Sea of Galilee. Jesus is in, you know, outside by the temple. He's always outside. There is, there is something about running water. There's something about trees. And fresh air. And rain, and wind, that serves as a deterrent against temptation. Most of the time, when you're giving it to, let's just take sexual temptation, for example. And sexual temptation can be looking at movies. Now with the iPhone, you you all know it's insane how accessible it is now on a phone. It's very difficult to fall into that sin outdoors. It, 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 it's, it's almost impossible. That, that doesn't mean you can't, you know, thoughts are, might, might not be in your mind or whatever, but to commit adultery, commit fornication, to commit any of those sins, it's almost impossible to do that outside on your front lawn when you're mowing the lawn. And there's something about even being outside pulling weeds, that when you're pulling weeds, all your th- you're just at rest and you're just pulling weeds. It's almost like your brain shuts down for a minute. So the Bible says, you know, flee fornication. And so if you're being tempted, and again, I'm just using sexual temptation, it could be other other temptations, right? If you want victory and you want to take God's exit and you want to please God and you want to be a stronger believer, Get outside. 
，所以你如果是想要做一个比较啊强壮的基督徒啊，想要呃帮助你走上神给你打开的出路 ，Go for Go for a walk. 啊，在户外就走一圈吧。Go in your car and roll the windows down and get some fresh air flowing in your car. 嗯，往开开下开车的时候，将你所有的窗打开，有些呃新鲜空气进来。Drive by the beach and get out of your car and look at the beach. Um, 到一个呃、uh, 沙滩看神的创造。And listen, this this can happen just like I'll give you a perfect example. Last night I was getting into a conflict with my wife and my daughter over something. Ah, um, um, 昨天晚上我就跟我的妻子跟我的女儿吵起来。And I was getting really upset. I felt myself like I was about to say things. That I shouldn't say. Oh, 那时候就心里在很烦，我就想来说一些伤害他们，可能能够伤害他们的话。And I was being tempted to curse, and I was gonna, I was being tempted to like get really angry and upset and start screaming. 啊，甚至我里面很很很很很很暴躁，甚至想要揍死他们，要喊出来。So I'm being tempted. 啊，那时候就是我的试探吗 ？And and I feel, and this is what's subtle about temptation. Sometimes you feel like. Well, I have a right to do this, and I feel justified in acting this way. That's the other deceitfulness of temptation, by the way. 有时候我感感觉啊，就是我这我我理我我理当这样说的啊，我是对的啊，这这也是个试探。So instead, I got my keys. I said, "I'm I'm going for a drive," and I got into my car, rolled down the windows, and went for a drive for like twenty minutes. 嗯，所以我那时候就嗯嗯。跑到户外，跑到我的车里面，把开了车，我说，呃，我出去二十分钟。And and over time, God began to calm me down. I began to think about the bigger picture. I started to think, well, how do I, you know, how do I not solve this problem in a better way? I'm going to be preaching tomorrow. They're going to think I'm a hypocrite if I just yelled at them. And then I'm going to preach about temptation. Like all these things are going on my mind. So eventually, I came back to the house. And everything was peaceful. This twenty minutes, it has slowly changed. Ah, calm down. I was thinking, "Oh, I have to talk tomorrow. How can I talk?" Ah, so, ah, ah, after twenty minutes, I came back to the house. Everything was fine. And so, I'm just encouraging you. A lot of your sin problems can, and your temptation problems could really be solved by just going outside of your house. Get outside. Breathe some fresh air. Feel the sun. Look at the beauty. Your mind will automatically go to God. You will look like even now the blue sky. It's beautiful. God is amazing. You'll start rejoicing. You'll you'll feel God speaking to you. So when you are tempted, go outside and look at God's creation. It's amazing. So in conclusion. Take to heart the things that were said today. Um, so, uh, in summing up, ah, when you are tempted, ah, do some ah, difficult things, not easy things. First, take comfort that Jesus was tempted as you are. So Jesus understands. So Jesus, he can understand your weakness. Remember, just being tempted is not a sin. 受到试探并不代表你犯罪。But if you give in to that temptation, it is sin. 但是你如果一直将那个思想放在你心里面，你就会引你使使你得到会是会犯罪。When you're being tempted, pray and fast. 当你受到试探的时候，进食祷告。Turn to God. 啊。Uh, 回转归面向神 ，and don't rely on your own resources. 不要靠自己。Number two, by resisting yeah. temptation. 第二啊啊啊啊，要嗯抵挡试探。Use God's word to say no. 用神的话来抵挡试探。Use the language. Use the language of God to say no to the language of the devil. By doing that, 
you show that you're depending on him. Uh, and number three, the temptation the, the temptation of Jesus, it does seem different than the way we are tempted. Um, but what's similar is that with every temptation, every temptation is similar because every temptation is an invitation to go against God. Every temptation is something that's leading us to be unhealthy in our relationships with other people and with God. And so if you feel that praying and fasting and quoting God's word is not helping you at that moment, then go outside. The Bible says the heavens declare the glory of God. Not the ceiling in your house. The ceiling in your house does not declare the glory of God. As nice as your chandelier is in your dining room, it does not declare the glory of God. Go outside and God will speak to you in a powerful way. And that temptation, the voice of that temptation will be silenced. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is coming back soon. We've got to take temptation seriously. Let's live lives that please God. Let's put him first. Let's be honest with our children about what specific temptations they're going to face and what they need to do to fight it. As Christians, we should be different. We shouldn't be getting drunk. We shouldn't be watching R-rated movies. We shouldn't have filthy language. We shouldn't be consumed with social media. We should be different. For God's glory. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just pray now that you will fill your people with your spirit. Empower them to pray. Empower them to fast. Empower them to read and quote your word. Empower them to go outside and enjoy your beautiful creation. Your will for us is sanctification. Holiness. We don't have the unholy spirit in our life. We have the Holy Spirit. 
And holiness is beautiful. Being pure is beautiful and strong. And so, Lord, we rely on you. We know we can't fight temptation on our own. We need your power. We need the mind of Christ. Empower and bless your people today, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen.